Good day to you all, and welcome to another session of Voices. This is Pastor Larry from the Sunshine State, Florida, in this new year of 2024. I am very thankful for this privilege to share with you something that the Father has laid on my heart in recent days from His Word. It has to do with the concept of being quickened. This is not about my ability to move faster than I usually go to get away from something that might be chasing me. This is really about what God is wanting to do in all of us so we will fulfill our assigned work given to us from his right hand. God has been quickening us so that we are able to stop what the enemy is trying to do to change the times and seasons of our lives. David wrote often about how God was quickening him, especially after he endured some particular difficult times. One of those times was here, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, written for us in Psalm 71, verses 19 through 20. Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Who has done great things? O God, who is like unto thee? Thou which hast showed me great and, and sore troubles shalt quicken me again and shalt bring me up again from the depths of the earth. David also used this word in another psalm, Psalm 80, 17 through 19. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the son of, of man, whom thou madest strong, thyself. So will not we go back from thee, quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord, God of hosts, cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Now, this word he used for quicken is the word haya. Sounds an awful lot like a karate yell, and uh, we know that when the yell is given, it brings force to the chop that is done. And so it kind of does the same thing when we're talking about being quickened. It means to live, to cause, to revive. It is to give a promise of life. It is to nourish up, to repair, or restore to life. So there is a powerful movement forward in this quickening, this hayah. And whenever David uses this word, it is always about his relationship with the Lord, the self-existent God of eternal plans and purpose. David was confident that the troubles he had been enduring would end in a restoration of his place of service with the Most High God. Again, in chapter 80 uh, of, of Psalms, David is talking about reviving his identity to be the one who has been made strong to continually press forward. David knew he needed this hayah if he was going to continue in what God had ordained him to be and to do. The Spirit was showing me that this quickening is something we have to have in this season of going forth in truth and sonship. It is something that only the Lord provides through His Spirit. Understanding this fact, Paul admonishes the saints in Rome to remember that their relationship with the Father will only
are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is one of his, he is none of his, excuse me. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of man, of him, excuse me, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Now this Greek word for quicken is sopeo, which is to restore life to what it was meant to be. It is to bring about a restoration of vitality, which will initiate the original objective of that life. It's like the spark for the deutimus. It's that flint that ignites the charge that explodes. It's the power of the Lord being released to us to be the deutimus that is establishing his kingdom in a miraculous way. A few verses later, Paul goes on to say in verse 14 of the 8th chapter of Romans, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. I'd like to focus just for a second on this bondage again to fear, because it's the work of God's spirit that is bringing this quickening to our physical body that allows us to overcome this fear. It allows us to stand in the natural without the overwhelming terror that takes over our outlook of life. This is what this word fear is talking about. Now, when Jesus confronted his disciples about the fear that they were showing as their boat was beginning to fill with water in a terrible storm, he asked them this question in Mark 4, 40. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? And how is it that ye have no faith? Jesus used a different word for fear here. And this word speaks of being timid or faithless. The disciples were panicked over what they saw in the natural. Their actions exposed to Jesus, their faithlessness in the mission of God through him. So his question to them was really asking them, how is it that you are not paying attention to the miraculous things I've been doing and to my teachings that have clearly come from the right hand of the throne of God? How is it that you thought that God would allow the enemy to change the time and method of my ministry through an early death? This is what the enemy continues to do with us. And the Lord, through his Spirit, is asking us, are you fearful? The enemy continues to try to change the times and twist the way God has ordained for us so that we will not fulfill what we've been created to do. So, in a demonstration of his quickened spirit, 
that Paul identified later on to the Corinthians. Jesus commanded the wind and the waves with the words, Peace, be still. Now, this word for peace speaks of involuntary stillness. So, Jesus literally hit the spiritual mute button on what the enemy had stirred up. So we need to remember these words, peace be still. Because the enemy is rising up a lot of clutter and commotion to take us off track and change the times in an effort to stop our quickened progression in the assignments of the Father. We have that same quickening that Jesus had so that we are able just to say, peace, be still. And finally, we need to see that God is giving us this quickening of the Spirit to be within us so that we can glean insights into his mysteries. Paul is, is explaining this to the Corinthians as he compares the differences between the soul and the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 15, 42-47 So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised in a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord of heaven. So, this is the freedom that Paul talked about, that we are promised, that overcomes timidness and doubt, that overcomes that terrifying fear that causes us to think of nothing else. And no matter what we are looking at in the natural, even, our, even if our boat is filling up with water, God's plan for you will not be stopped by anything the enemy can dream of. This quickening is something we have to have. It is God's provision to fulfill his directives. In this quickening, we can expect a miraculous strengthening and health in our bodies as we embrace the responsibilities as sons. Our physical bodies become quickened as we make room for God's spirit to dwell in us, and his spirit quickens our spirit. Our born-again spirit puts all the parts of our soul in the proper context. Our body and soul, sounds like a piano ditty, doesn't it? Are brought into alignment with the throne of God by our spirit. All this is because of our quickening in the image of Christ. The enemy's strategy is to cut short our physical life. But God has a plan for us to succeed in his kingdom. We are dominating the terio to which we have been assigned. God is empowering us with his spirit to function physically in a superior way against the limitations presented by the enemy. We are functioning in God's timing. We are not afraid. 
we are not timid, and we do not doubt what God has promised. And what he has promised will not fail us. Our antidote to the overwhelming fear and to the fear that leaves us timid and faithless is our continued time in commune with the Father, receiving his quickening through his Spirit that is continually restoring us to what we are meant to be. You, dear saint, have been quickened to stand in your chariot with all the authority of Jesus, your elder brother, and say, Peace, be still. This quickening is something that we are to attail in our partnership with the Father. We need this quickening for our spiritual and physical strength to fulfill our mission from the Father. And He is faithful to give it. Well, that about does it for this time of voices. I thank you for joining me at this first session of the Year of Voices. I look forward to hearing from the pastors of the network in the coming months. God has quickened an awesome team. Till next time, so long. May God bless you and keep you quickened.